哈利路，哈利路，哈利路。Okay, what am I doing? Why am I singing Hallelujah? Wow, too soon, too soon. Hey, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the longest podcast in the world, and it's the longest because it's on a highway. It's on the Harland Highway, and it's never ending. It just goes and goes and goes and goes. Okay, what abs? What abs? Welcome to the show. What a show today!、Uh, we are going to Walmart, and you're going to hear me have some fun with the checkout lady at the Walmart. Yeah, it's pretty fun.、Um, also,、uh, I'm going to be、uh, following up on some questions I had. One of the pavement pounders called me and asked me some very important questions about life, and I'm going to be、uh, finished responding to those. Um, we're going to be talking about、um, an unwanted visitor in your house that eats stuff you don't want them to eat. You, you may think you don't have to deal with this, but these things are in your house right now, eating stuff you don't want them to eat. Trust me, I'm not going to give it away. And then, lastly,、uh, I'm going to play a clip of me、uh, on a radio show, and just、uh, it's kind of an inside look at what I have to do when I'm doing the stand-up circuit. Me having fun, joking around with the DJs. It's gonna be a good time. It always is. This is the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harland Highway. Heyo. I will find you. My mom always said you can't handle the truth. <laughs> The Harland Highway. You never know what you're going to get. It's the Harland Highway. <laughs> Let's start the show with some Walmart action, huh? How many podcasts do you listen to, and you get Walmart action, man? <laughs> oh, 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 Charles, oh, oh, Nelson, Riley, oh, oh. oh. Um, here's the skinny. I was at a, a buddy's place in the summer. I for, forgot I'd recorded this, and、uh, there's a bunch of people around, like、uh, you know, adults, little kids, everyone. And、um, I guess one of the little kids clogged the toilet up somehow. We still don't know how.、Um, so I volunteered to drive over to the the Walmart in in the town and pick up a plunger. Um, but the deal was when I got to Walmart, there was like three or four different styles of plungers. There was just that regular plunger, you know, the one with the wooden handle and the red rubber nipple on it. That that it's like an odd shade of red. I, I'm gonna call it plunger red because it's somewhere between like red and crimson and a and a pale brown. It's it's a weird red, but. You know it as soon as you see that color. You go, oh man, that's that's like plunger red, man. Look, look at that guy's shirt, man. He he be wearing plunger red. Oh man, where'd you get that plunger red sweater, man? Oh, I love that. God, get me one of those. That plunger stuff is the shit. Um, so I picked up one of those and I was about to leave and I see this other one is like super plunger. And it had all these. It looked like an accordion. It had all these like folded pieces of plastic, and I thought, "Wow, you could probably 
suck your way to the center of the earth with this thing. So I thought if there's real trouble in that toilet, I'll get this. And then I saw like another one and it had handles on it, like a motorcycle. And I'm like, oh my God. And they're all like, you know, I think they were all within like the $10 price range or something. And I thought, you know, to call a plumber out to this guy's cottage would probably be like $300. Um, I drove all the way into town and it's like 30 bucks for three plungers. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get all three in case the basic red plunger doesn't doesn't work. And that way, nobody's having to drive all the way back into town. And I bought a snake. I bought one of those plumbing snakes. I, I bought it all. I was like, you know what? I'd rather pay 40, 50 bucks now than have to drive back and forth an hour into town and blah, blah, blah. So I realized I've never really checked out with plungers before and, and you gotta figure the lady at the counter's gotta be like what the hell's wrong with this guy <laughs> he's got three plungers and a and a plumbing snake holy god what's going on in this guy's innards <laughs> oh god so i thought i'm gonna record this I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna record this uh transaction i'm gonna be checking out i'm down south i'm in florida and uh, and I got like these plump these plungers, and I, I'm uh, my sister's little girl is with me. She's like I think she's like nine or ten years old. She she came on the drive with me over to Walmart to get the plungers, and uh, it was fun. So I thought I'd have a little fun with the lady at the cash uh, register. She was an elderly uh, African American woman, sweet as apple pie, really nice. And I thought I'd like, you know, kind of uh, egg her on a little bit with the old uh, plunger situation. So here I am at the checkout line in Florida with a little girl, two plungers, a plumbing snake, and a charming, wonderful African-American checkout clerk at Walmart. Here we go. Hello. Hi, how you doing? How are you? Awesome. We had a little clog situation at the house, so we got to buy all these. Uh oh. Oh. Oh yeah. They come. They come in handy. I tell you. Yeah. This one too. I never yeah. seen one look like this. That's for the big loaves. Oh. Yeah. When you got big trouble, you need the big plunger. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then, somebody eats at Olive Garden, and you run into problems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I do. Everyone has an Olive Garden loaf now and then. Mm -hmm. All right, ready? Yes, Thank you. Thank you, love. Hopefully, we don't see you back here for more well, toilet toilet myself. problems. Yeah, something else. Yeah, something more pleasant next time. Right. Thanks. Thanks, love. This way. Huh? Did we come in that door? Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> there it is. I left a little ending on where you could hear me talking to my niece a little bit. It's like, that's that's my favorite part. Just the cutest kid in the world. <laughs> we motored over in the truck and... 
We were laughing all the way, laughing about getting plungers and stuff like that. That was cute. So uh, there you go. That, that's my little my little interaction with the uh, the Walmart lady. I, I, lo- I love her expressions like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we all get a loaf, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, and speaking of recordings, um, as you know, last podcast I had a gentleman call in, and he asked me, he started off with one question. He said, Arlen, I want to ask you one question. Um, just a quick random question just hit my head. Uh, it hit it hard. really painful. I need ice now. Then suddenly... He switched gears and went from one question to saying this. Um, quick, some rapid-fire questions. Did you ever skip school and get caught, or where did you go if you didn't skip school when you were younger? I don't think you're in school now. Um, what was the coolest band you ever met? And who was your first crush, and did you ever get the guts to say hi? Wow. Or ask the girl out? Okay. So, love the podcast. I uh, hope your week's going well. It's going okay. Uh, take care, man. Bye. Thank you. Chad from Madison. Bye. Chad. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so there it is. It started as one question and morphed into three. It's it's like those guys at the White House. You ever see the press secretary and all the, uh, the press gallery are sitting there? And the uh, press secretary takes questions. And the uh, these clever uh, media people are like, yes, uh, yes. One question: uh, How does the president feel about uh, Bosnia? But within that question, uh, more or so, there uh, herein, does he plan to make any changes in the uh, healthcare uh, Bosnia assault uh, to uh, nuclear treaty p- pact? Meaning, can he in fact stabilize the economy with? Um, with the, uh, you know, that type of thing. But I don't mind. Hey, that's why I have the hotline, man. Uh, and I last show I talked about skipping school, and, and I realized in that question I, I kind of uncovered the impactfulness of skipping school for me. It actually had a benefit to it. So it was a great question. And no, I never did get caught. I don't think I answered that last session. But uh, I never got caught. Um, I was good at skipping school. I didn't do it a ton, but I did it enough that, uh, you know, I got away with it and enjoyed myself and, and so on. But the next question you asked is what was the coolest band I ever met? Hmm. Let me see. You know, Chad, I realized with that question, I haven't met a lot of bands. Um, you know, I've met. I guess I've met uh, a few musicians over the years. One of one of the uh, one of the cool people I met was a guy named Brian Setzer from the Stray Cats. Um, I hung out with him a little bit. He was really cool. Um, who else? Uh, I gotta say the Bare Naked Ladies because my cousin's in the damn band, so I've hung out with the Bare Naked Ladies a ton. I mean, we've pretty much camped together, um, and those guys are a ton of fun. Um, who else? My goodness. 
I don't know. I haven't. I don't think I've met a lot of bands. If I have, it it wasn't anything that really resonated with me that much. So, unfortunately, my band answer is kind of weak. And uh, going back to the the first girl I had a crush on, I mean, I had, a, I had a lot of crushes. I started crushing on girls when I was like in, I think I was in kindergarten, man, or grade grade two. Like as soon as I was old enough to understand what girls were, I started crushing on them, man. I was I was a little Casanova even when I was in like grade one and two. I I remember trying to put the moves on girls and talking to them and. You know, seeing, seeing if we could, like, kiss on the cheek or something silly like that, you know. But I think the first girl I ever made or asked to be my girlfriend, I think it was in grade six. I think it was in grade six at my high at my uh, grade school. There was a girl named uh, Jennifer Woodward. My God. And uh, back then, you used to, if you liked a girl, you had to kind of let everyone know. And then what happened is all the kids would gather around and they'd pull, they'd, the, the girls would pull the girl into the circle and the guys would pull the guy into the circle. And like 20, 30 people would stand around. Talk about pressure. And everyone knew you liked each other. And then the guy had to go to the girl. And I remember doing this. I was like, Hey, Jennifer, will you go around with me? That's what we called it, going around. (laughs) And if she said yes, then she was your girlfriend. And so uh, the first girl I ever (laughs) went around with was Jennifer Woodward. And I didn't know what to do. It's like, like, you know, we both lived in the neighborhood. Her house was, uh, you know, a a 10-minute walk away. My house was in another part of the neighborhood. The school was in between. And I didn't know what you're supposed to do. Like, okay, we're going around. Now what? I remember going to her house. I think the one and only time I went to her house, I went over to her house. She goes, you want to climb the tree? And I go, yeah, let's climb the tree. And there's a great big tree in her backyard. And we went up and climbed the tree. And we sat on a branch for like an hour. And I was so nervous. She was right beside me. And I I didn't even hold her hand. I was like, I'm thinking, this is my girlfriend. We're going around, man. Why can't I hold her hand? I want to hold your hand in the tree. Um, so just never happened. It, it just, you know, and then it just kind of dissolved. Like there was no breakup. There was no, just like, eh, they just kind of wore out, you know. So that's it, man. Th- those are the answers to my questions. I think your first question got the best answer out of me. The second one was a bit lame because I don't hang out with bands. And the third one, well, what do you, what can I say? Grade six. But thanks for the questions and uh, keep them coming. You know the number, gang. Uh, four two three, or sorry, what the hell am I saying? I was looking at the wrong number here. The number is three two three seven three nine four three three zero, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you here on the Holland Highway. And not all emails, not all voicemails make it through, but. I try to pick uh, good, interesting ones and blah, blah, blah. So thanks for calling, guys. Keep them coming. And if you're too nervous to call and leave a voice message, you can always write to harlanwilliams.com and uh, you could leave an email. So there you go. There you go, boys and girls. Um, 
let's uh, let's shift gears to something that I find kind of weird. Have you ever have moths in your house? You know what I'm talking about? Moths, they get in your closet and they get in your drawer and they eat your clothes. What what is that? What kind of animal is that? Every 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 other animal needs like protein. Every other animal needs sustenance. You know, one animal eats a bird. The bird eats the bug. The bug eats the, the dead flesh. The the lion eats the zebra. The zebra eats the grass. The, the You know, it's just like a cycle. The vulture eats the dead zebra. The lizard eats the eggs. It's like everything has, like, protein and vitamins and minerals and sustenance. Here comes the moth. Gee, what shall I have for dinner today? Ah, yes. How about a delicious brown blazer? Oh, I don't care what you're having. I'm going to have me some socks, man. Oh, yeah, I ain't doing blazer tonight, man. I'm having me some gym socks. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm having myself a dress, okay? There's a beautiful red dress hanging in this cupboard, and it looks lip-smacking delicious. I mean, what are they thinking? Moths. What, you eat clothes? What is wrong with you? There's no vitamin. There's nothing in clothes. Why Why you got to eat my clothes? It's like nature has an answer for everything, man. There's always something in nature. Like if you don't spray your house or cut your weeds or nature just takes over. And there's nothing worse. You like you go, you pull out an old dinner jacket or a blazer or a you know a suit or something, and you're like, oh, I haven't worn this in a year. Oh, going out to a nice dinner. I'll throw on the bl- what the hell? There's like 38 holes in it. I mean, what is with these bugs flying around, snacking on pants? Mm, these pants are delicious. Mm, this is some of the finest denim I've ever had. Is this Abercrombie and Finch? Ooh, I think they might be from the Gap. Wait a minute. Look at those khakis over there. Come on, moths. Go eat some grass. There's enough trees and bushes and grass. There's 20 billion, j- jillion, zillion, gazillion leaves hanging in the in the trees. Go suck on a eucalyptus leaf or bite a pine needle. Like, you're small, okay? Like, 500 of you could go eat a pine cone together. What? Why, in the name of tarnation, do you have to eat my favorite shirt? Okay? Why are you eating my Iron Maiden t-shirt? Can't be that good. So, moths, go, go find a golden corral or something. Go find a golden corral and go go hit the buffet, man. And if you don't like the food at the buffet, then go attack the waiter's uniforms. Eat the chef's hat. Just leave me alone. Leave my wardrobe alone. God, brats. Well, let's move on. We had fun. You know, we had fun with the recording earlier, the Walmart lady. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And I thought, how about another recording? This is a, a side of my career that uh, maybe you guys don't think about. 
or people in general don't think about with comedians and musicians and things like that. But one of the things we have to do is when we come into a town or a city to play, uh, you know, the comedy clubs or a theater or whatever we're doing there, whatever the venue is, one of the things we have to do is a lot of media. We have to do a lot of morning press, um, you know, the mornings before our gigs. If we play a weekend, we usually come in Wednesday night and we do Thursday morning and Friday morning. And, you know, we're night owls, so us comedians, we usually stay up. You know, we we're, our minds are trained, at least mine is. I can't really go to sleep till 1, 2 in the morning. And all these radio stations want you on their show or their TV networks. They want to interview you on the local news at like 6, 7, 8 in the morning. So a lot of times in order to promote our shows, we have to get up early and we have to turn on the funny. And it's not easy. I got to tell you, man, it's not easy when you roll out of bed. There's a guy waiting for you in the lobby. Your hair's tossed. Your eyes are puffy. You're still half asleep, and you're being rolled into these radio stations where these morning radio guys have a crap ton of energy most of the time. And uh, it's always fun to see these people. It's fun to do the interviews, but um, it can be tough. It can be tough on you uh, getting your mind uh, up and running and and trying to uh, get all the juices flowing. Um. It's almost like, I don't know if you've ever worked out in the morning. If you're one of these people that your alarm goes off, you jump out of bed, you put your clothes on, and you run to your treadmill or you run to the gym. And even though it feels good, it's like your body and your mind are like a step behind for a little while. <laughs> and that's what it's like for me at least. But uh, once I get get up and running, I have a lot of fun. So I thought I'd share that with you, kind of behind-the-scenes look at the life of... Uh, entertainers who are on the road and here's an interview i did with a uh, radio station with these guys that are just great um in uh, pittsburgh not too long ago and uh obviously unless you live in pittsburgh you don't get to hear this stuff so i thought you know what let's let's put it out here and uh, we had a lot of laughs and there's no reason why you guys you pavement pounders out there can't share in the in the chuckles. So here it is. This is me, early morning Pittsburgh, turning on the goofiness for uh, all the comedy fans out there. Here it is. For us to, to wait to bring Harlan Williams into the studio when he's here, in in huh. the kitchen, hanging out. And you don't keep just, the ace no. on the bench. No, no that's right. Out. That's right. We, we just, we call for the righty. He's here right now. <laughs> Harlan Williams. Live in studio. It's such a pleasure to see you, my friend. Great to see you guys. What a what a tasty uh, early morning cinnamon frosted treat. Yeah, yeah, just n- wonderful, wonderful. Harlan's at the Improv all weekend long. If you want to check him out, we figured we'd bring you in. Val, give us a news update. Oh, and you can just comment on whatever. Oh Val's yeah, going on. I love the news. Let's yeah. do it. We've talked about these sexual deviants before. People who are physically attracted to cars. Now, if you don't know the technical official name, they're called mechophiles. Whoa, mechophiles. That's like, I, I mean, I don't know the Latin derivation, mecha. I don't know what that would stand for. Mechanic. Oh, mechanical. oh yeah. All there right. you go. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Mechophile. Uh, yes. Wow. With a car. <laughs> yeah. I hope he doesn't have power windows. That's all because <laughs> that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. Here, here wow. he is. You've got to use protection. You don't know where that tailpipe has been. That's right. Good Lord. 
I had Mike put the video on the morning show page. And uh, he, like, the guy looks like a creep. I mean, he's like caressing I, the car. Yeah, how old is like, he? 63? Uh, that's horrible. Imagine you go into Walmart to buy a new sleeping bag and some lasagna. And you come out <laughs> and there's a Johnny McCreepy making love to the back of your throat. <laughs> Like, dude, get off. Get off. Your car's rocking up and down. He's wrecking your shock absorbers. Dude, go. Somebody get Thomas the choo-choo train on line three. His life's about to change real big. Hey, Thomas, here comes the caboose. Wow. Lock this guy up. Holy smokes. Helicopters. Yeah. Helipads. Wow. Kidding me? What that? That's like a one-time experience right there. <laughs> that's that's got to be hard to score. Wow. Now, Edward gets around. He claims to have had a thousand partners over the years, only one of which was human. He does have one true love. He says it's vanilla, and she's a white VW bug. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if he ever goes to one of those mechanics garages, puts vanilla on a hydraulic lift, puts her up in there, lays down underneath her and lowers her and has a six he has a sixty-nine with vanilla. Yeah, bring her down, bring her down. Come on, vanilla. Here we go. What a whack job. That is really bizarre. Is that a real thing? The guy's really like jacked up over cars? Yeah. Apparently so. I've yeah. heard of it before. I mean the yeah. joke was always autoerotic. You know, but it's called necophilia. Necophilia. No, I thought autoerotic was something different. No, that's asphyxiation. Yeah. yeah. But it was kind of a play on words, you know. I wonder what this guy, I wonder if this guy would like, his mind would blow up if he ever saw a uh, Transformer in the nude. Can you imagine him going after Optimus Prime in the middle of the night? Wow. Wow. What must happen to him when he goes to, like, custom car shows? Yeah, that's oh, just it. Oh, God. And he watches he The Fast and the Furious like that's his porn. I think, yeah. I think there'd be yeah. turtle wax everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. Should we talk about the twerk out? Yeah, sure, at yeah. The, at the gym? This is out of Miami. Uh, it's called the Vixen Workout, a dance class set to club music where women show up in their favorite pair of heels, all made up, ready to go out, and it's a twerk out. And like they, you twerk, you twerk out yeah. to lose weight. Uh, it was they put on some club music. Yeah, it was developed by former Miami Heat dancer Janet Jones, and she says you can burn hundreds of calories in just one class. You know what they don't tell you, though? that they, With every workout, they... They put you on a restrictive diet, right? You have a specific food. And the big, big flaw in this workout is it's baked beans is the food you're supposed to eat. And the two just don't work well. Yeah. Twerking with beans? Twerking after a can of beans, it doesn't sound nice. It's like, sounds like an orchestra warming up. Yeah. Yeah. Not nice. Not nice. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen spandex gym pants blow a bubble, but uh, that's that's what it's like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, Harlan Williams is uh, live in the studio, and you can catch him this weekend at the Improv. And I tell you, it's always a pleasure to see you back here in the park. Pittsburgh loves you. So now you're living in L.A. these days? Yeah, living in L.A. See that I, you travel all over the country. I just feel like that is not 
even it doesn't encapsulate any part of what America really is. Yeah, LA LA is a it's you know, it's 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 a weird kind of surreal town. It's it's bizarre. I live I live right in Hollywood and uh it's weird I have I had like a herd of deer on my front lawn the other day. Really? Yeah, like I'm I'm up in the Hollywood Hills and there's like deer out on my lawn. I'll show you the video when we when we go on break. Well, I mean, it's bizarre. Had you not seen them before? I, you see them around, but it's like you, you know, you got wild deer and coyotes and bobcats, all these animals. I had a, I was sitting in my living room the other night. I leave the door open because it's it's nice and warm. A skunk walked in the door into my living room, and I went, "Hey!" And he looked at me, and thank God he didn't shoot any ass sauce all over the room. You know, because you don't need the uh, Gatorade butt flavor in the house. But he took off out the door. It's like it's, it's like it's like that movie. We bought a zoo up at my place. It's crazy. That's really bizarre, man. Ass sauce. Ass sauce. I didn't know that. The no. only the only animal in the world. You know, most animals like get you with the fangs, the claws. Skunks are like, you know what, buddy, have some ass sauce. Yeah, no, you're not going to be attacking me today. Here, have some delicious ass sauce. Yeah, right in your face, by the way. Yeah, smell it, feel it. Pepper spray. You know, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. It would be cool if humans possessed the ability to use some animal defense mechanisms from time to time. Oh, that'd be great. If humans could shoot ass sauce? <laughs> well, not necessarily that. Anything yeah. where you could blend like some of those squid do, like in the bottom yeah. of the sea, you know. Or like the spitting cobra. Yeah, that'd be good. And have you heard of that? In no. India, there's a spit. Yeah. spits. It spits its poison. Can you imagine the last thing you hear before you die is... <sighs> <laughs> Guy hawks a loogie in your face. Thanks a lot, clunk. <laughs> I like polar bears, though. I'd, yeah. That'd be a good way to die because their their paws are so huge. It'd be slaughtered. it'd be like getting sham wowed to death, right? <laughs> Just like pat pat smack. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been attacked by an animal? Like uh, well, bit by. Uh, a deer uh, nearly got to me, yeah. Well, what happened, well, man? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, you know, I had two dogs, and the, yeah. they chased uh, the baby deer, uh, fawn. Uh, yeah, well, fawn, yeah. And uh, the mama deer got really mad and uh, was, like, you know, snorting at me and kind of doing the Toro bull thing. Whoa. Yeah, it was, it was, I had to, I picked up a big, big, like, branch that had fallen, and I threw it at the deer, and uh, it took off because it was scared of the noise. <clears throat> yeah. So you were almost killed by a woman deer? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That would not have looked good on your gravestone. <laughs> Here I lie, killed by a chick deer. <laughs> not good. Not too macho. <laughs> wow. Would not have been good. Wow, that's crazy, man. Harlan's at the Improv this weekend. 412 Improv.com. Can you stick around a little oh, bit? Oh, you got it. we got to talk more about deers and antlers and stuff. <laughs> more with Harlan Williams coming up on the DVE morning show. Uh, what is, uh, we were talking about deer and antlers. Oh, yeah. You, told, you said you had something about nubs. Well, it's weird because you got all these hoofed critters. You got the elks, the moose, the deer. You know, the antelope. Everything's got the 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 antlers. And then you get to the 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 biggest, the tallest of all the hoofed critters, the giraffes, and they got nubs on their head. <laughs> they got like two chicken drumsticks on the top of their head. And I'm like, what's that feel like to get rammed by a giraffe? Be like getting tickled by a couple of Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> drumsticks like what is that 
What are those tufts on their head? Is any are they delicious? What do they taste like? I've never seen them on a menu. They're weird, right? Right. Does anyone know what they're made of? I don't know. Are they hard? Are they soft? I know. It's weird. Antlers that never broke through. They never matured. They're almost like handles. Like you run and you jump on the back of a giraffe's head and like hold on, Willie, and you. They're like they're like hand. They're like beer taps or something. You pull one back and you get some Miller Lite dropping out of the the udders. <laughs> yeah, some draft udders. udders How you doing down there, Eddie? Get, stand underneath it. I'm pulling on the nub. If you want Bud Light on the right or Coors on the left. Bizarre. It's a bizarre thing. It is a bizarre thing. But a giraffe would look silly and potentially be imbalanced with a huge rack of antlers. Yeah, that would be wild if they had big antlers. It'd be, it, they're, they're hard to hunt, too. Have you ever hunted giraffe? I, no, no, I, I think it's illegal, isn't yeah. it? Not where I come from. <laughs> uh, but what happens is you got the timber effect. What happens is when you shoot a giraffe, a lot of guys forget to yell timber, and that giant 18-foot neck lands on them and kills them. <laughs> it's hard to hard to hang them over the fireplace, too. <laughs> because basically you got the neck sticking out, and the face is right at your couch. <laughs> But at least you can hold on to the nubs if you're watching porno, you know. Yeah. Harlan Williams, he's at the improv this weekend. Do not miss this show. Ah, so there you go. See, that's that's uh, you know, taking it uh taking it to the media in the morning. And uh you just gotta you gotta wing it, you gotta improvise, you gotta a lot of times I'll I'll make up my own topics just uh so it doesn't get too serious. Um I'll just kinda pick a random weird thing like UFOs or draft nubs or something twisted. I'll kinda throw it in there and kinda lead the conversation a little bit and, and we end up having a lot of fun uh with, with kind of kooky topics. So that's kind of a behind-the-scenes look on uh, on how that works. Now, just remember, okay, so a lot of cities, they'll get me up at like 5.30, 6 in the morning, and that's just one radio station, okay? So let's say I go on a Thursday morning. There are some cities where I'll do four or five of those back-to-back. We drive all over the city, and I've got to be on for all of those and then throw into the mix sometimes we have one or two tv local tv interviews in between the radios and then wait that's not all that's thursday morning then i do a show thursday night i'm usually up to one or two in the morning because the show's at night guess what i do friday morning at six five six seven a.m boom a whole nother round of the same thing so it's pretty grueling. It's pretty exhausting. It takes a lot of mental energy, and it can tire you out. So for those of you that think, you know, stand-up comedians are like, wow, what a job. You only work like an hour a night. You go on stage and make people laugh, and then you sleep in all day. And you No, no, no. There's a lot of different layers and things going on with that type of work. So there's a little sneak, a little peek behind the curtain. I hope you enjoyed it. If you do, let me know. If you thought it was a waste of time, let me know. I don't know. Trying to trying to give you a little uh, insight into that thing there. Um, 
like I said, you can always uh, leave me a voicemail at 323-739-4330. Or you can write me at harlandwilliams.com. Uh, let's do a few announcements. That, that brings us to the end of the show here. Went a little bit longer than normal. But why not? It was a tasty treat, boys and girls. <laughs> Charles <laughs> Nelson Riley. <laughs> What is wrong with me? Oh, God. You see, all that staying up late affects me. Um, All right, let's do some announcements. Um, If you want to see me live in concert, the next one is going to be in Seattle, Washington, um, at uh, the Parlor Live. Uh, Go to harlowilliams.com and get your tickets. That'll be November 21st through Saturday the 23rd. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And uh, and then early in December, if you're up in Vancouver, Vancouver, Canada, British Columbia, I am going to be playing uh, Yuck Yucks up in Vancouver, British Columbia. Wow. I haven't played. Uh, I don't know if I've played Yuck Yucks in Vancouver in like 20 years. So I'm I'm really excited. I hope everyone comes out and catches me in Vancouver at Yuck Yucks. Um, don't forget to go to our store. We got t-shirts, we got DVDs, music, art, all kinds of fun things. Um, and, uh, what else? You can just subscribe to my YouTube channel at harlowilliams.com. Lots of kooky videos to look at. Um, and tell your friends about the, uh, Harland Highway. Check out ATC, allthingscomedy.com, which is, uh, the network where you can find, this podcast as well, but there's other funny um, comedians on there too. And it's all good. It's all happening, gang. So there you go. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, and just watch out for moths. You don't want to end up naked uh, in the street because some moths ate your pants. So that's it. Until next time, the moths can eat my clothes, but I'm going to eat a great big bowl a chicken. Chow mein, baby. <laughs>